1: Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry.
0: Welcome back to another episode of the Real Health Podcast with me, Carl Henry, in association with Leia Healthcare. Folks, I'm delighted to launch our Health Masterclass series of episodes. We have three episodes coming on really different topics when it comes to health, with experts in their field addressing health questions in relation to gut health, brain health and sexual health, amongst other topics. If there's any area of health you would like covered, don't forget, you can get in touch, let us know. It's at carlhenrypt on Twitter and on Instagram and realhealth at independent.ie. Deep breath. This week, folks, calm yourselves, steady yourselves, because finally, the Real Health Podcast is going to talk all things sex. Just to tee this up, I put this up on social media yesterday, um, the fact that we're going to do recording it today. We've had the biggest response to any Instagram story post I've ever posted when I put this up yesterday as an indication of just how popular the topic is. I'm delighted to be joined in studio by Shauna Scott, a sex educator and owner of Ireland's multi-award winning sex positive online boutique Sexshopper.ie. Shauna, welcome to The Real Health Podcast.
1: Thanks for having me, Carl.
0: So, how, how are you, first of I'm, all?
1: I'm good. I'm really good. You guys got me a cup of tea. I'm sorted.
0: <laughs> Happy days. Um, let's talk about Ireland as a nation in terms yeah. of attitudes and approaches yeah. to sex. In my opinion, from what I see on, online, the stuff that we post, Irish people are very shy... They're very the, the mention of the word sex makes them nervous and uneasy. I was telling people I was coming in to record this today in the gym earlier on and they were just like, oh, God, like they didn't know where to look or what to do.
1: But it's- you said yourself um, when you posted that I was going to be on on your social media, you've got a huge response from people. So I think that really shows that there's a hunger there for people to talk about sex. Are they,
0: are they afraid to talk about it is is it very much in their ears in their eyes on their screens or um, are we changing as a nation as a society
1: I mean we're definitely talking about it I think um I think people just want a platform like they need a platform to talk about it if like historically Irish people were not given that platform and so I think that's where that stereotype about Irish people being so repressed comes from like we've never been given a platform or like proper sex education to talk about these things or to have the vocabulary to talk about these things um but certainly, in recent years, like I've definitely be, been been seeing um, like even the the growth of my business, um, how um, I get more interviews like these where I get to come and talk to people about sex. Um, like certainly, that's been growing. So I, I think that that really shows that there um, there is a hunger to for people to talk about sex like on podcasts like these and to talk amongst themselves about it.
0: Okay, so it's the educational component of it. Then that's that's it's changing. People are listening about it more and having the the knowledge to be able to express it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and let's talk business. You opened uh, the sex shop in 2012?
1: Very end of 2012. Yeah. That was my my Christmas project that year. <laughs> I wanted to, um, I'd been planning it out for about a year and a half and then like pressed go on the website, I think two weeks before Christmas. Um, and yeah, it's been going really well ever since.
0: And have you seen changes in terms of business and revenue, obviously revenue, over the yeah. course of the last couple of years as we've become more liberal as a society?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, Well, interestingly enough, in terms of like sales, well, in terms of like my demographic, it's like 50-50 men and women. Is it? Apart from Instagram, where my Instagram following tends to be like 70-75% women um, of like an age range between like 20 and 50. Um, But I think that's just Instagram generally seems to be more more female focused. But my customer base is about 50-50 men and women. Wow. and 50/50 Dublin and the rest of the country. So, really? so yeah, so anyone thinking that like people down the country aren't having sex, <laughs> don't know colchis. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um, and then my my best like sales times are uh, Christmas more so than Valentine's Day. Definitely, like certainly those are t- my two busy seasons, but Christmas tends to be busier than Valentine's Day. And um, and then without fail, the weekend, the clocks go back because it gets darker that little bit <laughs> earlier. <laughs> it tends to be like one of my best weekends for sales. I don't know what I'm going to mm. do when they take away daylight savings time. The weekend,
0: time. Uh, the, the clock,
1: really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, bonkers. And whenever it rains, so a few years, so a few years back, we had a really awful summer. And like the way the summer is going so far, I'm like, yes, this is going to be very good for me. But a few years ago, we had a terrible summer, like really terrible rainfall. And um, and then like my sales just shot through the roof. I was doing Christmas levels of sales in like July. So um, I I checked it. Like against the Met Aaron stats, and there's like like correlation doesn't equal causation. Any scientist will tell you that. However, there was like a clear correlation between my sales and rainfall stats. That's mad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the, all right. I wasn't planning to go here till later on, but I are we going to go with it? Because we're on the, we're on the, the shop topic. What are people buying? What's what's popular? Like I what what like.
1: So the most popular items are vibrators. Like by far, vibrators and lubricants are like the top two categories and then after that I'd say anal toys and then dildos um yeah but but definitely definitely like vibrators and lubricant I get a lot of people that just buy lubricant off me like I don't know if they're um, if they like the lubricant that I stock because I, I tend to think that I have the best lubricant <laughs> on the market but um, either that or you know they mightn't want to go into their local chemist and, and buy lubricant on its own unless you're like doing the thing where like you buy you get the big basket full of like toothpaste toilet roll <laughs> lubricant like cover it with other things and just you to,
0: need nothing else bar the condom yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I think everyone who's listening Who's listening and has done that at some stage <laughs> in their lives? That's for sure. Um, I and mean, okay, well then, if, if couples want to get into using sex toys,
1: yeah, what's
0: where should they begin?
1: Well they should start by like masturbating on their own um it's the the healthiest form of sex you're ever going to have um it's like it has nothing but benefits it's like it's good for you physically and mentally um you're not going to pick up any STIs from it and it it helps you learn about your body and what you like personally so you need to you need to do a lot of that and like soul searching and body searching to figure out what you like so that you can communicate that with your partner Um, and then like the two of you like having conversations about like what you enjoy together like mutually and apart and then trying to figure out like from that, what sensations do you think that you would like in a sex toy? So, if you like internal stimulation, if you prefer external stimulation, if you like your nipple stimulated, if you like your butt stimulated, and um, trying to like, figure out what those are and then find a toy that applies to those things.
0: That is an answer I was not expecting. <laughs> Okay, that makes loads of sense though in terms of start with uh, try and find out what does it for you. Yeah. And then once you have that you go and chat to your partner about it.
1: Well, it's like any and kind And then you of, go
0: and, and then you go and buy it. That makes loads of sense.
1: It's any it's like any other kind of like consumer research if you're buying a laptop or, or a car or whatever, you find out what features you need like if you're into gaming or if you're into like watching movies, you need to figure out what you need and and then go buy the product that like helps you with those
0: (laughs) that makes total sense it's (laughs) fairly it's actually quite logical quite logical um and okay so communication is a big thing for you then outside of the 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 shop obviously but in terms of relationships communication is one of the key cornerstones of a healthy sexual relationship
1: yeah huge um like massively like communication is probably like the most important thing um otherwise you you kind of Um, especially like in Ireland because we do have that that history of guilt and shame there's a lot of people out there who are carrying a lot of like guilt and shame around sex and so being able to to talk about it in a really healthy way and just like laying your cards on on the table with your partner and um, trying not to Um, come to your partner and be like, look, I might be into this thing and and making it sound like a negative, you should bring it to the table as a positive and be like, hey, guess what I'm into? And if you're down for it, like you can be into it too. (laughs) (laughs) Like have it as like a sales pitch.
0: (laughs) For people listening in whose partners who can't envisage or see that conversation happening, are there any tips you would have where they can tell their partners or get their partners to tell them what their sexual... Preferences are because that can be a really awkward conversation. And well,
1: I... I think in terms of um, of gender identity, that's slightly different than um, coming to so, coming to a partner and saying like I, I might want to try something sexually. This is that that's like clearly about like who that person is as mm-hmm. a person. But in terms of um, yeah, like coming coming to a partner and and saying um, like it, it can be difficult, and you are going to have sort of awkward conversations because I think the the worry is you don't you don't want um, your partner to feel unattractive or that they're not doing enough for you sexually Mm -hmm. like you don't want to hurt them nobody wants to like hurt their partner in that way and so I think that's where like a lot of the fear comes from um but we I think we need to like reset our our brains to to think about like you know you, we change as people over time at different life stages. Um, the things that you're into when you're 20 are not going to be the same things that you're into when you're 30, 40, 50. Um, you, you evolve as a person and every other aspect of your life. So why not sexually as well? Um, and so what I really like to, to tell people is like, maybe, um, go to your partner and be like, "Hey, I figured out this this new way to get off, and I want I want you I want to do this with you." And like maybe maybe you have a new way that you'd like to to get off, and like let's just try some new things together. Um, have it have it be uh, complimentary and um, yeah, just working working together to like to find uh, new solutions to yeah, getting cause off. Because
0: the, the fear obviously is the fact that you might offend not offend your partner but upset them. Yeah, because they may think, "Oh, you know, I'm you no longer find like you said that you no longer find me attractive," or like they're the big risk factors. Yeah.
1: Espe- like especially like for for people after having children um like a- after having kids like your body changes completely after a pregnancy and so i um i did a an instagram takeover um for mom tribe and the amount of women who came into my dms and said like i'm just not fe- like my body doesn't feel the same um i don't i don't feel attractive i don't um I, I can't get off the way that I used to. Um, and so I, I try to like turn it on its head and be like, okay, well, you, you don't get off in the same way that you did before. Um, you're just going to have to like rediscover your body because there are – there there's going to be – like your body has gone through a massive trauma. And so you now need to um, – find yourself again and, and figure out who you are like sexually, which is difficult because you, you have a lot, like your sexual identity is, um, it's, it's a, it's a tough one.
0: Folks, as ever, you are listening to the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare with me, Carl Henry. This is a lovely, different and interesting episode of the podcast. Um, the first key thing in terms of sexual health, then from our initial chat, seems to be communication. Mm. That's the, the starting point of absolutely everything. And as in some respects, self-analysis, where you're spending a little bit of time and it's the same principle that applies to any expert we've had in, in term, you know, in terms of it's weight loss or if it's running or whatever. It's the starting point where you spend a little bit of time working on, and finding out a little bit more about yourself and then putting things in place from there. In terms of a healthy sexual relationship, uh, what else can, what else should couples or people or couples be looking to to, 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 it, to, to do? or to have, as a, to make sure that their their own sexual health is, is healthy.
1: Yeah, um, definitely going for regular STI checks, even if you're in a relationship, is huge. Um, because you could be asymptomatic. For for a lot of women, there's a lot of STIs out there that are completely asymptomatic. So you might have um, picked one up from a previous relationship, and, um like guys as well, I think uh, like gonorrhea and chlamydia can be completely asymptomatic. So it's it's important um, even if you're in a relationship just to maintain um, like healthy checks, and that that includes like STI checks, cervical checks, um, testicular and breast checks. Um, just just making just checking in with yourself. I was at um, a talk one time with a uh, a microbiologist, and he said it's really interesting to him how much stigma there is around STIs because if he's looking at like, let's say like chlamydia or gonorrhea under a microscope, um, it's very similar to any other infection or, or disease. He's like, we as microbiologists like look at it in the same way that we would look at like the common cold or, you know, the, the flu or something like that. Um, so yeah, he he's like, I, I I find it very interesting that there's like so much stigma around like STIs. And I think again, because of that stigma, it puts the fear in people and actually getting checked in case they don't do come back with a positive result. And that shouldn't be how it is. Like most like most of the common STIs um are treated with an antibiotic. So um just making sure that you go in like once or twice a year, like you would with like the dentist or any kind of checkup.
0: Folks, if you're listening in, where Ask yourselves: When was the last time you had an X- STI check? Like, that's I, I'm
1: overdue myself. <laughs> I like I, I think it's been a couple of years since I've gotten one. So like this is a reminder to myself that I need to go in. And there, and if money is a as a barrier, like St. James's has um, a free clinic. I think the matter has a free clinic. Most colleges will do free SDI checks for their students. So there's really no excuse.
0: Folks, if you do nothing else off the back of this episode, let's let's make a deal to do that. Book in with your local hospital or or a free clinic, or else privately if you want to do it privately. Get your STI check done, and if you and if you're in a relationship, maybe sit down with your partner tonight over dinner, over a cup of tea. Do
1: it as a date.
0: And do it as a couple or do it together go, or go, make a... Go
1: get an STI check and then go get dinner and a movie. Of
0: course, there'll be loads of rouse tonight they bring that up uh, <laughs> with the coffee. And the, the, the initial question, be, why are you now, going for an STI But now they check? have an
1: excuse. They can say, well, Carl and Shauna told us to do it, so we now are... we have to. <laughs>
0: um, is there... Uh, okay, people are all about, these days, about attaining the ideal or the perfect this, you know, living your dream life and all the rest of it. When it comes to sex, is there uh, a normal amount of times people have sex per week or is that just is that just an absolute myth
1: whatever feels good to you if you if you're having sex like four or five times a week and you are feeling good and fulfilled awesome if you are having sex once a year and that makes you feel good or fulfilled awesome if you are asexual and you just don't like sex and you're happy out not having sex Awesome, you are doing great for you. So whatever is making you feel good in yourself and your body, um, yeah, do it or don't do it. (laughs) Love it.
0: Okay, we're getting to the part of the show where I ask people for top tips. We love giving top tips. (laughs) Uh, We've covered some the real the the striking uh, components of what and it wasn't quite wasn't sure what I was going to expect when we had a chat. Yeah. Uh, But the communication thing is so powerful, and the more I think about it, as the interview goes on, the more important it is. Um, unquestioned uh, in terms of improving your, your, your relationship both sexually and both just generally but yeah. talking more and being not being afraid to talk about positions and toys and stuff Yeah, because it's the easiest way to do it. Um, I'm going to ask you for I suppose top tips generally for and if it's cool with you I'm going to ask you for top tips for guys and then top tips for women or
1: Okay, well uh,
0: or, or are there or are there any are there different ones? I
1: I feel I feel like a weird person to ask this of because I don't think I I have any like massive like sex tips for for men or women or non-binary people or whoever because I think it's a lot of it is just down to communication. There's no like one sex position that's going to do everyone. There's no one toy that's going to do everyone. It's it's down to um I suppose if I did have any tips, it's like take care of your sexual health, um, practice empathy for yourself and your partner. Um, and yeah, just like having, like trying to um, grow as a person sexually by practicing good communication and good empathy for you and whoever you're having sex with. Um, those those would be my top tips.
0: <laughs> and what's, what's in the future now for you? In terms of with business,
1: oh, business-wise, um, definitely. Like, I'm always trying to to grow my business, but I also am enjoying like writing and doing podcasts and um, like like public speaking and stuff. I'm really really enjoying. I'm actually trying stand up comedy and at the Vodafone Comedy Festival at what? the end of July. Yeah, and so I did it. I did it once before as kind of like a taster thing in the Science Gallery a few months ago, and really enjoyed it. And they asked me if I wanted to come back and do Vodafone. So, um, yeah. You can come check that out at the end of July, uh, me dying on a stage. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, like I love that my business has afforded me opportunities to try loads of different things. But I'm I'm really enjoying um, podcasting and writing. I think it's a lot of fun.
0: And if people want to find out more about you or go to your shop to buy anything online, what can they buy or where the, can they find you?
1: They can find me at sexshoppa.ie is the name of the website. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at sexshoppa. That's S-E-X-S-I-O-P-A, um, all one word. Amazing,
0: Shauna Scott. Thank you so much for coming into Thanks the Real so Health Podcast and me. chatting all things sex. With some really good tips for our listeners, folks. Take that one. Uh, well, lots to take away from the, the episode, but certainly the SCI check. Let's just make, let's just do that as a group. Let's do it together. Let's get it checked. It's it's a no brainer. And communicate more with your partners at home. It's a really simple one to do. Uh, as ever, you are listening to the Real Health Podcast in association with Lay Healthcare with me, Carl Henry. This is the very, very first of our health master classes. Three quirky topics when it comes to health. We're delighted to launch with Shauna. Uh, we have uh, brain health and brain aging coming up and then gut health coming up as well, both with really fascinating experts and really uh, important tips and tools to take away. I'm also delighted to launch our lovely competition. Who doesn't love free stuff? Um, on the Real Health Podcast, we broke the million uh, listener mark in our first year of podcasting, something I'm very, very proud of. It was our one big goal and uh, the lovely people at Leia Healthcare and the Irish Independent have decided to give us loads of freebies to give away. We have fit bits we have books and lots of other stuff all you have to do is fill out a survey about the podcast you can find it on independent.ie where the real health podcast page is fill out the survey and you're in with the chance to win it's going to run between now and the end of july we've lots more amazing guests coming and obviously being a goal-driven person our next big goal is to break two million within the second year and we're definitely going to do that if you have any questions you know where we are it's at CarlHenrypt on twitter and on instagram and realhealth at independent.ie is our email address thank you for listening get your sci check done and we'll see you next week. Sláin go
1: Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry.